We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you and for a limited time with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary, open to U.S. residents 18 and older, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com, ends 6-15-24, void where prohibited. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Sophia with an F. I am recording from WTF Media Studios, the only fucking studio you should go to if you want to run into celebrities, hot guys, horny girls, and have amazing audio quality. I am actually doing this episode with someone extremely fucking special to me. I just met her for the first time today and it was fireworks and I'm so fucking excited. Eliza, hi. Hey, wow, that was so nice. I already <laughs> love you. I feel like we're best friends. I do too. We just went to Balthazar. It's this place in Soho. Like we had a couple drinks. Well, I had a couple drinks. Eliza did not. I'm just not drinking right now. Okay. I'm like going through a growth a lot of Period. changes in my life right now. And I feel like cutting out alcohol is just good for me. Okay. So, yeah. I can totally support that. And I feel that. Have I ever done it? No. But I've like, never I've, done it either. I've, this is the first time ever you've yeah. gone sober. Yeah. For like, I mean, like completely cut out alcohol. I've never like, I've gone through spurs where I'm not drinking, but I've never been like, no, I'm, I don't drink. Right. Like I've never turned it down. Uh-huh. And why are you like deciding right now? Just... I just feel like, I don't know, I, I just turned 25. I just feel like I'm just growing up and maturing. And it's just like a growing opportunity for me to see if I can like do it, you know? Mm -hmm. I totally feel that. I'm 29. I've never had that growing opportunity. And I feel like I fucking should. So, Eliza, <laughs> we just went off on a tangent and I didn't even explain who you are at all. There's so many things to say about you and so many layers that I, you tell me. You tell what? like the sleuths and the listeners like what you're about. Because I know you went on No Jumper mm -hmm. and you kind of like got famous overnight type yeah. thing. For like literally the most sluttiest thing I've ever done. Okay. So that was interesting <laughs> for me. Like I was the nobody. And then all of a sudden, like the whole world knew who I was because of my craziest host stories. I feel like... That's something we have in common. Like, we're both kind of groupies. Athletes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I got famous for, like, talking about hooking up with 
an NBA team. And I love how you say team and not player. <laughs> Cash, yeah. team, here we go. Seven of them. <laughs> but yeah, that's where I just blew up overnight. Right. I didn't really know like the reach that No Jumper had or like how viral it would go. But it definitely changed my life overnight. Um, and then I just got into OnlyFans ever since then. Because I was like, well, I can't get a regular job now. I'm kind of fucked. <laughs> I'm fucked. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's always in my mom's worst fears. Like, you're talking about sex like this. Like, you're never yeah. going to get a normal job. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, I don't ever want a normal job. Exactly. So I'm fine. Exactly. So you told this story on No Jumper, which is this YouTube channel that has, like, a huge following. Mm -hmm. We don't have to rehash the story because you've already, like, told it. But basically, you just hooked up with seven players on the team mm -hmm. in one night. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It wasn't that out of the ordinary for me because I've been a groupie like that for a long time. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess it was the first time someone's like openly said Open that on a podcast. It. So it literally went like viral. And then also, I think it helped that it was during basketball season when I told that story. And it was like the first year that that <sighs> team, the Suns team, made it to the finals in like a long time. So it's just kind of like I kept going viral for like memes and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, oh, Were the geez. memes ever rude? No. Oh, honestly, no. They're all funny. But I really? Don't take the, I really don't take the internet shit personal because I get it. It's like a joke to me, too. Mm -hmm. And I feed, like, when I go on these interviews, I feed into the character. Like, I play up my sluttiness a lot of times because that's what people too. expect from me. Yeah. You know the game. I, I do the exact same thing. Yeah. Not like seven in one night, but like all yeah. of them. Yeah. I like, I, <laughs> can do, I can barely do one in one night because like I'd rather just get eaten out for seven hours but like so overnight that shit happened like did you just gain a bunch of followers yeah I how mean, many I think it was like 30,000 overnight but like within a couple weeks maybe a week I, I got up to 200k wow. and then me and that girl Selena the girl that was on the interview with me we fell out and then ever since then she's been getting my Instagrams deleted so, Dude. people have a hard time following me on Instagram because, like, every month I have to make a new one. Well, we're going to plug it. Plug it right now. <laughs> okay, is she a Greek freak? <laughs> she a Greek freak. Yeah. All spelled correctly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I love it. Yeah. I fucking love that. I don't understand when people, because I've had a lot of friends deal with this, the people that are so petty that try to get someone's Instagram account taken down. Yeah, this girl has paid this guy over $20,000 to ban me off the internet. And it's like, why don't you invest that money into your own? Why don't you create right? a business? You haven't done shit with yourself. Like, oh my God, thank you. You're spending you. all this time and energy on me. On trying to get someone taken off Instagram, like that poorly affects your life that much. It doesn't bother me. For her, that would be her, like, biggest fear is losing her Instagram because that's what she cares about. I don't give a shit about mm -hmm. Instagram. I really don't. So. I feel that. Even though, like, we just plugged it and, like, we're going to plug it again. Yeah, at but the I'll end of the lose episode. it again. So, it's fine. <laughs> so, okay, Eliza, we had brunch. We've been hanging out for, like, the last few hours. The amount of shit that has come out of your mouth and the stories that you have. Yeah. I, I don't even know where to begin. Like, I have a list in front of me. Um, you don't name drop at all. Some people, you can tell it's name dropping with you. It's so casual. Just like you're not even trying to name drop. It's like your life. Yeah, I don't think people understand. Like, in Miami, even if you're not someone like me that's, like, been in the industry 
you run into celebrities every time you go out. Right. They're just always at the club. Every time I go to the club, I see celebrities there. It's just like, that's how Miami is. It's more, you run into celebrities more in Miami than you would in L.A., like, okay. Yeah, that's it's interesting. Like every time you go out, there's celebrities. So, but I think celebrities really fucking. You're like a magnet. Like they love you. Yeah, you must have invited- bomb pussy, or I don't know. Please tell me what it is because I need to get on that level. I think it's like I just eat ass and suck dick, and a lot of <laughs> girls don't do that. <laughs> I'll eat ass. Fuck it. Do you put the tongue inside the butt? Yeah. I've never done a finger, though, because I feel like that's, like, crossing boundary. Unless they told me to, I would. I would, but yeah. Wait, I've done the finger and, like, not really eaten it. Really? Yeah, and I put the finger all the way in. That's kind of cheat code. Okay. So do they feel more comfortable with you just eating the ass and, like, putting a finger in? Here's the thing. I hope I'm asking you and, like, not the men that I fuck. I'm like, no, you let me know. Here's the thing. I, well, I've never had someone like tell me no. Well, they'll like they'll be like, oh, I've never had that. But then they always let me because if you're eating ass, it's kind of the same as sucking dick. Like you're already down there. Yeah. And you so go like, from like the dick to the balls to like what's the middle area of the goo? Yeah. And then you go to the ass. So it's like yeah. all combined. Yes. I've definitely had guys stop me with the finger. Yeah. Like that's freak what, And out. I'm scared of that. I know. I probably would like want a guy to just tell me to do it. But I know they would be too scared to say that. Right. Because they would feel gay. Guys feel gay about that. I, about everything. Yeah. Even if, even if they completely love it, mm-hmm. they'll say no. Yeah. 100%. I have a horror story about eating an NFL player's ass. <laughs> if you're going to eat ass, <laughs> eat an NBA player's ass. I ate this guy's ass in the back of a car. <laughs> and it literally smelled like shit. Like, I swear I had to go home and brush my teeth like five Stop. times. He still hits me up and I already, and I've told him, I said, I was like, you should have cleaned your asshole before you had me eat it. That's why I haven't fucked with you since then. And what did, what was his response? I don't remember. I could, I could find the text. No, we need to pull up the, we need to pull up the text. Do I have receipts? Oh my God. If a guy let me eat his ass knowingly, he hadn't wiped or some shit. Like what the fuck? Oh, and I wish I could I love how you called him out on it though. Most girls would be like, oh my yeah. God, he like plays for the NFL or whatever the fuck sport you just said and be like, mm, it was perfect. It was amazing. <sighs> Let me find it. No, and I've literally said the most rudest shit to this guy. Like if a guy <laughs> said that to me, I would be embarrassed to ever talk to him again. Okay, I found it. So we were like arguing about some other shit. And I'm like, you think I'm crazy? You should have cleaned your asshole before you made <laughs> me eat it. And you wonder why I never fucked with you again. LMAO. And then he literally texts me two days later. Are we still doing a song? What? And then what are you doing? Didn't reply. And then happy birthday. He texts me on my birthday. And he still hits <laughs> me up trying to link. So you like called him out on his asshole and he like didn't even like he didn't acknowledge. Reply. Yeah. He didn't acknowledge. He ignored it. He like acted like he didn't read that shit. I know you read it. He was embarrassed. I don't think he gives a fuck. He keeps hitting me up. Like did I he, would give a fuck. Did he eat your ass or no? No. Do you always make sure to fuck when you have a sexual encounter with a dude? Or, like, are you down to just, like, suck their dick and, like, go home? No, I'm down to suck their dick and go home. Like, I've sucked dick more than I fuck. Really? Because a lot of times I'll suck his dick to, like, shut him up. I'll be like, leave me alone. I'll just (laughs) suck your dick. Like, I don't want to fuck you right now. 
I feel like if I'm like way fucked up, it's not that much work. I, I but like oh my sober, god, it's like, ugh, why am I doing this, guys? I just had a flashback to my recent trip in Bermuda, and I was not gonna bring up this story, but like I did have two spicy margaritas, and I'm gonna bring it up. Yes, I threw up on a guy's dick in Bermuda. <laughs> did you suck it back last up last week? Did you suck it back up? Listen, I've done no, that. listen. I was sucking it. I slurped it back up. I kept sucking. And then I felt like it was going to come back up. And he was like, babe, don't stop. I'm about to come. So then I just kept going. And then the second he pulled his dick out, throw up all over his dick and his boxers. As he came. As he came. Like in unison. Yes. In unison. And I was so fucking embarrassed. And he was like, don't be embarrassed. Like that shit happens. Thank I God. swear it had something to do with the ocean water. Seasick. I, yeah, I was seasick. <laughs> My mouth was too dry. Yeah. But then I went back to the hotel room. And I was thinking about it. And I went up to him and I was like, would you rather fuck with the girl who says, oh my God, babe, no, stop. Like, I don't feel good. Yeah. Or fuck with the girl who's like, I will throw I up you. on your dick so that you can get your nut. No, guys love that shit. So, thank you. I know, you. like, some guys think, like, want a girl to throw up on their dick. I kid you not. Really? I kid you not. It's like the weirdo rappers that are, like, into the weird shit. They okay. like that shit. The actual throw up? Yes. Well, I've definitely thrown up on a rapper's <laughs> dick and sucked it back up. And he, like, didn't give a fuck. He was like, yeah, suck that shit back up. Back up. Oh, my God. He noticed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you have to notice. Well, no. Because it's not like— it, I throw up, like, <laughs> good amount, bro. I had to, I had to slurp it back up. And yeah. I did what I had to do. Well, I, the first time I threw up on it, I slurped it back up. He didn't notice. And then it was the second so time because it— bit projectile like all over <laughs> it really was like that you guys like it was really crazy that's hilarious it's well, I you're mean, a real one I know honestly good for him for being nice like if a guy was an asshole about that I'd be like bro fuck you you're like you'll never you hear from me again yeah ever yeah. I almost like that you're telling me like these rappers or whatever like into the throw up bro they're literally into the most nastiest shit any guy that has so much power or so much money, or whatever, the more and more and more, they're into kinkier, kinkier shit. I think because they get bored of pussy. They just, like, want the next— They're like, what's freakier than this? Like, this doesn't excite me no more. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Okay. Kanye West. Yes. Was your New Year's kiss? Wait, does he have you blocked or Drake? They both do. Well, Drake (laughs) changes the number because of me. But Kanye has me blocked. (laughs) Because I told him I want to fuck Pusha T. Because you were you pissed at him? No, I was just like, I want to piss off Drake. Because, like, I don't fuck with Drake anymore. And I was like, I want to fuck his arch enemy. So I was like, I know you're friends with Pusha T. I have your number. Like, I'm going to see if you can hook me up. And I didn't think he would be, like, jealous because he hooked me up with Future. So I'm like, why would you care that I want to fuck your friend? You already passed me to the homie. So why would you be mad? I don't know. Hold on. Who passed... Who to who? I was just like texting Kanye. Like, so I met him at his New Year's Eve party in Miami. And he just like chose me out of the crowd to like come up and was like talking to me. And I told him that I do music because I was always trying to fucking plug my music. And he gave me his number. 
And I like to send him my music. So I sent him my music and then he immediately was like, send me those nudes because he had me show him like my sex tapes and shit. When, when we were like in the club, he's like, show me your sex tapes. And he's in like, the middle of the that. club, he had you show him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like he was like back in a private room in the club. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't like where the tables were like where right. everybody was. Yeah. Right. He was like in some back room. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like he was just had me send him my sex tapes and then he kept like just being hella horny in the text. I'll show you this shit later. Like you can read them. Wait, I'm so excited. So I like thought that he was going to try and fuck me and I was down because I'm like, it's Kanye West. Um, uh, I would be down too. And I don't care if I'm fucking married. I would be fucking Kanye. Same. I don't care if he was he hot. Honestly, he was hotter in person than I thought. Okay. Like, he was like sexy to me. I think it was just because I was like, damn, like I'm really talking to you. Yeah. And like his demeanor was like, honestly, kind of shy. Yes, I've heard that. Me. Yeah. He wasn't like the crazy. Soft spoken, right? I've heard. Yeah. He I was have. just like looking at me and like asking me questions. He was like, where are you from? Like mm-hmm. he seemed like really like intrigued by me and kind of like nervous, mm. which kind of turned me on because I was like, okay, like yeah. you're Kanye West. What the fuck? <laughs> so anyways, I like met him that night, got his number. He like went back to LA and then the next time he was in Miami, he was like, come over to Future's house. Like we're in the studio. So I go there pulling up because I'm like, I want to sh- like, they're in the studio. I want to like see him make music. I want to mm-hmm. show him my music. So I pull up there. It's at Future's house and he literally just has me come in the studio and get butt-ass naked and just, like, twerk in front of him and all his friends. The second you walk through the door? Yeah, he says, get naked. I was like, okay. He wasn't like, hi, can I get you a drink? No, like, how was. are you? He okay. Was. They, like, got me a drink. But he was, like, right. He was working on his album, Donda 2. So, okay. like, it was loud. And I didn't want to be, like, I just wanted to be in there like a fly on the wall, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought I, just I was going to do. Them, <laughs> and then you were not a fly on the wall. No. I literally had me get naked and, like, twerk around and he was just like writing raps while I'm twerking naked. Kanye was? Yeah. And what was Future doing? He wasn't in the room. He was in the kitchen and Kanye poured up a drink while I was naked. I was like, go out like that and send, give this to Future. Tell him it's from me. Mm-hmm. So I go like do what I'm told. I'm like, here, this is from Kanye. <laughs> and then he's like, oh my God, like touching on my ass and stuff. Mm. And then I just like got nervous and I went back into the studio I don't know. I got nervous. So I like was like, I have to go to my studio session. I like dipped. Uh huh. And then that was the last time I seen Kanye in person. Mm-hmm. From then on, we were just like texting back and forth. And then I sent him that text about Pusha T and he blocked me. And he freaked the fuck out. He's yeah. like very possessive, it sounds like. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I feel like he just has those mood swings where he just like yeah. something will just trigger him and he'll like block a bitch. Because I've talked to other girls that talk to him and they're like, no, he's crazy. He like blocked me. So he asked you to like start twerking naked like while he was writing music. Like, yeah. Was he even looking at your ass or was he like literally like scribbling yeah. in a notebook? He was, no, he wasn't like writing. He was just like rapping out loud, like freestyling. While you were twerking. Yeah. I wish I could twerk so I could have that fucking type of experience. No, I felt awkward though because I'm like, I don't know how to like dance like a stripper, like sexy. Like I can shake my ass because I'm BBL. Mm -hmm. But like, I was like, this is awkward. Like, Was there even music playing? I hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was loud as fuck in there. Oh my God. Imagine having to do that like silent. He's like, no, I need to like actually like I need silence while I like think of lyrics. And he's like, but also twerk. I think I would just start laughing Mm -hmm. and be like, sorry, I can't do this. No, absolutely not. I can't be sexy. It's too awkward. No. I had a recent experience where I had to pretend to be a stripper 
but it was like documentary style. And so it was like literally like I took a pole dancing class and literally auditioned. The hardest shit of my entire life. Bruises all over my legs. Yeah. I felt like a flounder like flapping around when I was like by the pole on the stage. Like it was horrifying. And did you have to, did you do it in heels? Uh, I did it in stripper heels, sweetheart. And I kept my thong on, which the guy that was auditioning me like did not like. He was like, "Uh, I need to see more skin. I need to see more skin. I'm like, you're 70 and I just, I think I'm going to keep the thong on. Yeah, you got to pay me more, bro. Right? Exactly. But the BBL. I feel like if I had a BBL, I would have a way easier time fucking twerking. Can you shake your ass better Pre or post BBL? Well, post my second BBL. My first BBL was like one of those really firm botched BBLs. Like my ass didn't move. My second BBL is more like, I just have way more fat in there, I guess. My Mm -hmm. ass jiggles. Yeah, I know. Because we were looking at your tapes earlier today and they were fucking hot as fuck. (laughs) Literally. So I want to talk about, because I've talked about wanting to get a BBL on here before because mm-hmm. I try to grow my ass and it's like impossible. It's like fucking hard as shit. But don't do it. Don't do it because no. you had a traumatic incident with it. Yeah. Can you tell us about that, please? Yes. Well, my first BBL, I just didn't do my research and I had a botched job, but my recovery was great. I like came home from surgery that day and I was twerking around my house like no problem. Twerking. <laughs> Came home from surgery. Was twerking around my house. I was on Instagram live, like shaking my ass hours after surgery. Uh-huh. But How my, could you tell it was botched? Just because it was like, um, I had like that square body and like my hips were just square. And like mm. my all the fat was like in the wrong place. Like it was too high up. Got like it. I had no cheeks. It's like I had a square hips, but no cheeks. Nothing okay. On gotcha. Yeah. So then I got a second BBL to fix that one. Um, I woke up feeling like I actually had died from surgery and like came back alive. Like I had <gasps> no energy. I woke up with this huge circular bruise right above my heart. Like as if they did fucking CPR or oh like revived me. Nobody had an answer. They were like, we don't know, like nothing. Like no explanation why you had this huge bruise like over your heart. No, me and my sister, like my sister was the one like really concerned and went in there asking them for my whole medical history, Mm -hmm. which they legally have to give me access to. They never gave me that. Um, I went back every day to like do tests on my blood, which it's your red blood cell count, I guess Mm -hmm. they call it. And it's supposed to be above an eight. Mine was at a four. Wow. If it's at a six, it's like fatal and they (gasps) have to send you like to the ER. They sent me home. They didn't even tell me. At a four? Yeah. Stop it. They sent me home. Like they told me, they're like, we think we are going to give you a blood transfusion. Like come back tomorrow because we don't have the blood. They should have sent me to the ER. They sent me home. That night, my sister, like, was on the phone with her friend and, like, came inside and found me, like, blue, unresponsive. Had to take me to the ER. The doctors at the ER were like, yo, who was your doctor? Like, I cannot believe they sent you home today. I had to stay there for three days getting blood transfusions. It was the worst experience of my life. It's It's just not worth the money, the risk that you're taking. And, like, yeah, I'm happy with my body, but, like, 
I just, it's not worth everything I went through. And also, I just feel like the BBL trend is going out of style. I feel like the skinny, like, 90s aesthetic is coming back. Yes. And I just think you okay, can't well, be a natural thank body. God, because I'm ready for that one. I think Maybe. Yeah, it's just not worth it. So you would say looking back, like you would not have gotten it done. Hell no. I would have you gone, regret I it. wouldn't have gotten anything done. Right. Mm-hmm. Anything at all. No. Okay. Everything I've done, I've regretted. Like, I've dissolved all of my filler. The only thing I don't regret is Botox. But, like, I regret I my lips. That. I dissolved my lips. I never got cheeks, but I got jaw. I got mm-hmm. that dissolved. And you yeah. got it all dissolved. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about BBLs is so many women are getting them. And people don't realize how fucking dangerous they are. And I feel like these influencer girls are kind of doing a disservice to their fans. because By lying about it. A lot of them are getting free surgery for promo. They're not being honest about the risk. Like, they're Mm. not being honest to the young girls that are looking up to them and being like, girl, this is the most deadliest surgery. Like, talk to any doctor and those how you Really? The most. The deadliest. Yes. And it's because the, the fat transfer so like the lipo is fine the death rate and stuff is is not bad at all okay. or like a boob job that's fine it's specifically the bbl the injecting fat back into you is so risky and there's just so many like if one fat particle hits a vein in your mm. ass like you'll die instantly and oh then not even God. that it's like complications after surgery yes there's more risks to that than there are even dying on the table so I just it's just don't not think, worth it at and all. I don't, and again, I really think the trend is going away. Really? Yeah. What do you think the Kardashians have? Like, do you think they have like a butt implant or a BBL or like this? What is I it called? They got Skull? BBLs. Chloe's looked more like an implant, but I think she got it removed. She looks really good lately. Chloe looks fucking fantastic. I think she has the best body right now. I do too. Yeah. I completely agree. She looks fit as hell, like mm-hmm. healthy. I know. We just need her to, like, leave Tristan and, like, live her best life 100%. So Take Lamar back. <laughs> Lamar was your soulmate. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, babe. <laughs> Remember when he called your—he said your vagina smelled like a— Earring backs. <laughs> husband material. Um, He's sorry, though. <laughs> No, you're Chloe. I know you're listening because she obviously listens to this podcast. Yeah. You're way better off without Lamar, like a hundred percent. So this is the craziest thing is you have like lived this lifestyle, hypersexual as am I, mm-hmm. very public about it, as am I. Yeah. And the reason you're here today is because Delaney, who works for me, who works for the Sloop Media team is from Utah, and yes. you guys grew up together. Yes. Is I that, know, is so that right? We're all from Utah. Mm-hmm. We all grew up Mormon. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a small world. Yeah. I met Delaney. I'm like, where did we first meet? My singing competition? But I don't think I met you. I know you guys went to church camp. Yeah, EFY. It's like this Mormon church camp that, like, everyone goes to as a teenager— her sister was in, my, like, my group. Uh-huh. And then Delaney would just always come hang out with us. And I remember thinking they were the coolest sisters because they were, like, best <laughs> friends. I was like, oh, my God, I want to be in their family. <laughs> and then, yeah. 
I just love her. It's crazy. I know. I love her too. But how wild. Like, that's how, like, we're sitting here right now. I know. But, and, like, you were on No Jumper too. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that. Like, yeah. there's so many, like, weird ties. There is. I think the being super open about talking about sex shit, and we're both coming from Utah, we're, like, the— it's not Mormonism. It's the Mormon culture there yes. is, like— Mm-mm. We don't talk about that stuff. Yeah. We wear tank tops over t-shirts and yes. long sleeves. and Shorts it's, to the knee. Yeah. And, and it's wild. Like, now here we're in New York, like, talking about fucking— well, I haven't done a gangbang. I don't know if you have, but like sucking dick. Yeah. You I've know? Done head gangbangs. Okay. Like sucked multiple dicks. Yeah. This has been, we have covered so much fucking shit. I wonder who's going to blow my phone up pissed off after this. <laughs> I hope Kanye unblocks me. Etsy, there truly is no better gift than the present which is something I would normally say when I was a terrible daughter and forgot to get my mom a gift on Mother's Day or her birthday. But trust, those days are well behind me and I actually get complimented all the time on my gift-giving skills. And not because I'm an adult with my priorities and shit together, but because of Etsy's gift mode. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect gift for everyone in your life and for every occasion. Like for my friend's birthday that just recently passed, I found the cutest set of wine glasses from a small business and they were even able to personalize them. So freaking cute, a win for me because I supported a small business and a win for my gift giving reputation. There really is something for everyone on Etsy from the photographer in your life to the wine enthusiast. I'm telling you, you will find something they love. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. If you've been listening to me since day one, you know that I live in New York City. But what I do not talk about is in the past, I would honestly just take whatever I could get. First apartment uh, was a mattress on the floor. It was a studio apartment the size of my room and there were cockroaches everywhere. I mean, I would find an ad in the newspaper and I would just put in a deposit without ever seeing it. Sounds good to me. Now we've moved on up people. And when I was looking for the apartment that I live in now, I had some things that were absolutely non-negotiables. Like I need an in-unit washer and dryer to be able to do laundry. I need a doorman. Did I need heated bathroom floors? No, but it's nice to have. And after some searching, I found my perfect place. And now I want to help you find your perfect place in whatever corner of the world you're in. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools to help find a rental listing that checks all your specific unique boxes. And they make it so easy, especially if you're someone like me who doesn't want to leave my room unless I absolutely have to. Apartments.com offers 3D virtual tours for when you can't be there in person 
or when you simply just don't want to be. So instead of wasting entire days shuffling around a city trying to find a decent place, just grab a drink and search on apartments.com and utilize all of their tools. Visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Oh my God, you were held at fucking gunpoint. That was another thing you told me. Yeah. When did that happen? A couple months ago when I was back in LA, like doing another no jumper thing, I literally got like followed home from the club. It was like 3 a.m. Some guys like pulled up behind me and just like stuck up a gun (gasps) on me, took my purse and ran off. But I'm just thankful they didn't take my ring or like, that, or, or like hurt me or like take me that or you survived yeah people are like Do you're like that they didn't take my ring I'm like no I honestly was so thankful I was yeah. like oh, take my purse get the fuck from oh me oh my god I've yeah. never ever ever had like a gun pulled on me ever well thank god I've talked about like fucking with guns a lot and like I, guys I putting a gun like, in your pussy yeah okay so loaded I like, yes like that, it's so dumb. And I don't want to tell girls to do that. No, we don't stupid. condone that at all. No, I'm not going to live. I don't live my life like this anymore. You guys. I'm Trust me, every, every single podcast I do, I have to be like, guys, that was the old me. Yeah. This is the new me. Disclaimer. We don't do that. But that's a thing. That's a, that's a kink. And we're not mm-hmm. supposed to kink shame. Yeah. If you want to fuck around with guns and put do them it, in your not pussy. Not loaded. Not loaded. Yeah. Not loaded. What type of gun was it? And don't be fucked up when you're doing that. Like, mm-hmm. don't be fucked up playing with guns. It's just mm-hmm. not um, I've done it with a pistol and I've done it with an AR. I think the craziest thing I've ever had a guy put in my pussy is like a... Coors like beer bottle. Oh, I've like jacked off with the tequila bottle and like sent videos <laughs> to my mans and stuff. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. I know. When the vibrator's dead, like mm-hmm. that tequila bottle <laughs> comes through. Us pretend no way you think that shit feels good. No. Hell it's no. literally for them. It's for the vid. You're like acting. I know. I know. I, but even like we're talking about don't put guns in there 100% putting yeah. glass in there yeah don't do that either people yeah imagine that breaking yeah Ooh. just you know stick no. to a cucumber yes stick to things that like won't hurt you internally stick to the vibrator or emotionally like either one <laughs> yeah okay I want to do a little transition and I want to do Slute University, which you know all about because you're the biggest SWAT fan ever to walk the planet. The biggest. The biggest. And you actually are the guest professor today. You think I'm crazy? You should have cleaned your asshole before you made me eat it. And you wonder why I never fucked with you again. So this is the thing. Eliza, you have so much info, knowledge, like, just we need you to bless us with all of the shit that you know. Oh, God. And I want to talk about specifically how do you bag an athlete or like a, even a celebrity? That's what I want to talk about today. Hmm. In person or in the DMs? Because it's different. See, that's the thing. You have already like been around it and like you've been in there. Like for people who have never met a celebrity and they're starting from scratch. Like, what's the first move? First move is the DM. That has to be the first one, right? For sure. And you have to send a DM that's going to get their attention. It can't be, hey, it can't, like, it Mm. has to be juicy. 
it doesn't have to be like what I would say because I used <sighs> to DM athletes and say, I'm trying to be your whore tonight. Like I would go off. Okay, like but that. I feel like that's the type of shit that's like going to get your response. Every time. I always got a response. Okay. Um, If you want to be a little more low key, you can start by trying to say like, hey, you're in my city with like little eyes, but mm-hmm. that might not like get, grab their attention because, right. you know, they're going to look through their requests and see a bunch of girls in their city because you're not the only one doing this. Exactly. So. And bottom line is like they're out here trying to fuck. Yes. So they're, they don't want to waste time flirty. Hi, yeah. what's up? Yeah. It's when like, I, when I slide in the DMs, I'm never trying to date these guys. I'm mm-hmm. trying to fuck them. So my advice is based on that. Don't DM these guys thinking <laughs> yeah. they're going to date you because they most likely won't. They most likely just want to have sex. So yeah. That's the best advice ever. These girls really think they're going to get like husbands and shit and boyfriends. And it's like, um, you literally started the conversation with, I want your dick, raw yeah. dog, baby. And then they think they're not going to get cheated on. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Does it matter if this girl has like a bunch of followers or a blue check mark? No. I think if anything, the check mark like fucks you. Yeah. Because then they can do research on you, honestly. Like, they yeah. really like no-name girls. Like, mm-hmm. the, I got way more athletes seeking me out. Right. Before anyone knew who I was. Obviously, my reputation isn't the best. But <laughs> but they love, like, yeah. random local girls. I've tried to slide into, I, I can't remember, like, which celebrity. And he didn't respond. But I feel like they don't like it because they see that I have a platform. And they're like, this bitch could out me. Or they think you're bougie and they just want to fuck. And they don't know if they don't know if like Mm. because you because you're verified, they might be like, oh, she's high maintenance. Like, I just want a girl that wants to suck my dick. Oh, my God. Do you know of any celebrity that bite all the time if you slide into the DM? I mean… I feel like athletes are probably the easiest because Mm. they travel a lot and they're looking at their DMs. If you just follow the schedule of a team, Uh if you have a local team and you're like, okay, who are they playing tonight? And you look at the roster, you can DM like five of them. One of them will respond. Yes. And they they check their DMs when they land in the city. So like they're Mm -hmm. really easy to bag. I feel like mostly NBA is the easiest. NBA. They're the they're the sluttiest. Yes. Very and fucking interesting. They're the safest to be around because think about it. Like rappers, they they're on drugs. They could like shoot a bitch. They could That's beat a bitch true. up and it wouldn't ruin their career. That's mm-hmm. like what you would expect. But an athlete, they have to like treat you nicely and like they can't have any scandals. So it's, I feel like it's safer to deal with them. Wait, that's the smartest fucking shit I've ever heard. Go after the athletes, like the rappers. I don't care if you think they're more fun or whatever, like mm, way more dangerous. I've heard the worst stories with rappers and my worst stories were with like artists, not yeah athletes. So yeah. Right. You had a gun pulled on you once again, right? Yeah. Was it <laughs> or something yeah in Utah in Utah (laughs) yeah why um I told him I would tattoo it on me that's like (laughs) one of his things that he says I guess because we were facetiming before he came Mm -hmm. so I told him I would get it and then when I saw him he was like where's the tattoo and I was like I didn't get it so he got mad at me and he pulled the gun out I think he was joking but I made (sighs) it a joke and I was like put it in my mouth daddy and then that's what saved my life he literally laughed and was like 
bitch, you're fucking crazy. And then he like didn't kick me out or anything. Can you imagine if I like screamed at him or something? Like he probably would have been, he might have hurt me. Yeah, 100%. The fact that you handled it like that and you just laughed. Yeah. And you just like went along with it. And he was like, bitch, you're crazy. That's what I did in the Chase Long situation too. And I feel like that's what saved me. Like I know how to react in like a high pressure situation. I just like don't freak out I just be calm or make it a joke I actually think I would react the same way yeah I think you. I, I really like truly do I think I would wait and tra- what happened with Trey songs he peed on you he peed on me did you I swallow didn't... it did you no no because he like mostly peed on my titties Tra- okay the last second he splashed it up on my face but my mouth is closed thank god I love how we went from like how to bag yourself like a fucking celeb athlete to like Women, if they try to fucking like fuck with you, just go with it and like yeah. don't yell. Yeah. Just don't like scream. try and escape silently and like don't make a scene. Yeah. That's the best thing to do. What type of groupies do celebs like? Cause like I was actually talking to this rapper and I was, I made it very clear that I wasn't a groupie. And I was like, you want me to be one? I'm not like those bitches. Yeah. And he loved that I said that. It's like when girls are like, I'm not like other girls. Yeah. It's like, I'm not like a groupie. Like it was that type of thing. Yeah. He was into it. But what type of groupies do they like and not like? Like, do they want you to act like, like a groupie or no? Some love the groupies that are like, oh my, like worship them. Mm-hmm. And then some like the ones that, I feel like they really just like the girls that are about a good time. Mm. And I feel like the reason why a lot of like my hoes that I see for years and years fuck with me is because I'm just not about the drama. And like, I just, yeah. I don't try and be like, super cutesy. I'm just myself. I'm my crazy self. And I just like, like to have fun. I feel like they like the girls that are just like the down that are down to like party and be fun. One thousand percent. Yeah. They don't like the quiet girls. No, no, no. I mean, if you're in public, they don't want you to be like loud and obnoxious. Yeah. But they, they don't want you shy. Like they want you to be a good time. Yeah. Do you have any tips for getting, wanting to get flown out? Fucking ask to meet up with them. There's yeah, no just tip tell for them. That. Just say, fly me out. Yeah. Literally. I'm ready to suck your dick. Fly me there. That's a good way to like not waste any time. If they say no, on to the fucking next. Yes. Like, just straight up ask them. I don't like to beat around the bush about anything. Yeah. I love that. Okay. What are some of the best tea pages for the sleuths to follow so that they can be up to date and then they can talk to other girls who are living this life like this groupie life so I don't really I'm not super into the tea pages but I do know this one that everybody knows that fucks with athletes it's called wags unfiltered I believe Mm -hmm. and it's just like a drama page about all athletes and like who's cheating on who right they get the news quick Um, Also gossip of the city, but I don't know if that's athletes. I think that's Mm -mm. more just like celebrity gossip. Got it. I am not like really a groupie, but I want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I really genuinely want to be a groupie. I want to bag like some famous guy and like I can't do it. The best thing to do with them, I feel like I'm too famous. You know what I mean? You literally are. You're more famous than them. That's the problem. It is. mm -hmm. They're my groupies. Like I date fans. Yes. You know? Don't you love fucking fans? They're like obsessed (laughs) with you. 
It's the best. <laughs> it's like, do you want a fan or a boyfriend? And I literally, my response is, I want a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want a hundred fans obsessed with me. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to like take these tips and I'm going to like try it. No, but to be honest, like I am jealous of like your groupie life <laughs> or the groupie life you once had. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I had my fun in games, but honestly, like it's fun to talk about all the memories, but I do want to give advice to girls out there because I, I don't want girls to hear my stories and like have me influence them to like get in this lifestyle and not really know what they're getting into mm-hmm. and like not be safe. Like I get DMs from girls all the time, like asking me, Eliza, like I want to be a groupie like you. I bet. How do I get flown out and stuff like that? And I just, I get really hesitant to give them advice on like how to get flown out and stuff because it's like I don't want to set them up for possibly getting in trouble or Or a dangerous situation yeah so it's like I don't really want my storytelling to be like influencing girls to follow me because Mm -hmm. it's kind of like do what you want to do right but I don't want you guys to be convinced to like Right. Follow in my footsteps because my stories sound interesting because they are interesting and it's Mm -hmm. fun. But there's a lot of risks involved with this lifestyle. Yeah. um, And a lot of danger that can come with it too. Well, I'm sure you looking back, I'm sure you've had a lot of incredible experiences and some horrifying ones, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I've shared a lot of them even with you. Like I'm sure the girls are like, I hope that girls get turned away from it as well mm-hmm. and listen to the both sides and don't just get starstruck by it all. Right. I think these girls have this like this image in their minds like, oh my God, the celebrity responded. Like I'm going to go there and like just do whatever they say, but they mm-hmm. don't realize like you can get in like scary situations, yeah. you know? And a lot of girls will do things that they didn't want to do, but they're afraid to speak up and then they regret it later and then they have issues and trauma mm-hmm. from it. And so that's something that I never want to influence either. So yeah. just there's ways that you can do it safer. Like bring a friend with you. If you want to get so flown smart. out, have the teammate fly out one of your friends, say, hey, I'll come out if you have a teammate found my friend and we're going to stay in our own room. Mm-hmm. Like just, just take precautions like that. Yeah. The one time I was talking to this rapper, I sent him a super slutty fucking picture of me and my cousin. Mm-hmm. Cause I was trying to like get, convince him to let us both go. And yeah. he still was like, no, only you. Yeah. That's like, and I was like, flag. then I'm not going. That's the red flag. Right. Yeah. We should like, we should talk about maybe some red flags too. Maybe in another episode. Yeah, we I don't know. absolutely should. No, I think that's really good. So always take a friend. And also like these girls need to realize and men too, like you're dealing with people that are in a position of power and they tend to be a little bit bonkers in yeah. a way. Not, yeah. every, not all of them, but like power trip, they get what they want. If you show up and you don't want to do like a certain sex act, they'll freak yeah. the fuck out. Like, yeah. you know, all that type of shit. The best advice I feel like I can give too is just be upfront. Don't try and finesse the guy because that could get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, just be upfront. Like I said, like be upfront, say fly me out if yeah. or I'm not coming if I can't bring a friend. Like don't be shady to them either because I feel like that could come back onto you as well. You know what days are good for a drink? The ones that end in Y. You know the ones that are good for a hangover? None, never, nope. 
But fear not, boys and girls, I have the ultimate game changer, Taste Salud. I've actually genuinely, honestly, have been drinking this every single day with or without tequila. And I know we've all tried to escape the agony of the next morning scaries hangover, but all of the electrolytes, powders, you name it, I've tried all of them. Taste Salud is the one that's officially changing the game because the flavors are just incredible. Orchata? Are you kidding me? And I didn't even flinch thinking about what the next day would bring because I was prepared, specifically with my cucumber, lime, and hibiscus salute, which is my second favorite, waiting for me bedside. And the best part is it's only one gram of sugar. That's it. Plus, it's vegan and gluten-free, so I don't want to hear any excuses. Here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Treat yourself with 10% off your first purchase using the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's right. Spell it out. S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 on their website, tastesalute.com. Cheers to recovery. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Academy is a new scripted podcast that follows Ava Richards, played by Mahalala of Leave the World Behind and HBO's Industry, a brilliant scholarship student who has to quickly adapt to her newfound eat-or-be-eaten world. Ava's ambitions take hold, and her small-town values break, in hopes of becoming the first scholarship student to make the list. Bishop Gray's all-coveted academic top 10 curated by the headmaster himself. But after realizing she has no chance at the list on her own, she reluctantly accepts an invitation to a secret underground society that pulls the strings on campus life and academic success. If she bends to their will, she'll have everything she's ever dreamed of. But at what cost? Academy takes you into the world of a cutthroat private school where money, power, and sex collide in a game of life and death. Follow Academy on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Academy early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Okay, you know what? It is time to move on and it is time for SOS Save Our Sleuths questions, stories, advice. Let's jump right fucking into it rapid fire shit. Eliza, are you ready? Let's go. Okay. 
Question number one. I have to share a super cool thing I just found. It's called Perry Fit. And it looks like a mini dildo, but you put it in and it connects to an app with Bluetooth and you can play games with your pussy. Like what? Flappy Bird. When you... When you contract your muscles, it makes the bird go up. And when you relax them, the bird goes to the ground. You're basically training your pelvic floor muscles and it can make orgasms stronger with regular use. I'm obsessed with it and had to share with you and hopefully the suits. Hopefully I'll get a snatched pussy in four weeks and have more amazing orgasms. So you're just doing Kegels. You're doing Kegels, but like to a game. Okay, vibes. That's fucking genius. And like, I'm downloading this shit immediately. Same. Who invented this? I have a millionaire. I know, a millionaire. And I'm like trying to think of like what fucking games like you would play with this. Zelda. (laughs) Wait, what'd you say? Temple Run. I don't know. (laughs) Tetris. Yes. Do you do Kegels? No. And I think about it every day and I'm like, I wish I did. I probably will when I'm like older and I have saggy pussy. (laughs) Saggy pussy. Yeah. No, we have to do it now. Okay. It's the same thing. Like we can't just like get in shape like when we're 50. Like our pussy is the same. Like when you're working out or just like at night? You could be sitting at your desk. You can be fucking like at family dinner and like be doing this. No one knows. Wow, that's crazy. Guys, this is like the best incentive to like get your Kegels in. And yes, it does lead to better orgasms and makes your pussy tighter. I made up that last one, but whatever. (laughs) Okay, question number two. Hey, Sophia. So my boyfriend thinks he's a good singer slash songwriter. His mom hypes him up and so do most people in his life. How do I tell him it gives me the ick and I I do not like it? Love you, bitch. You can't tell them. Yeah. Like, Unless you want to break up. <laughs> literally. Yeah. You cannot tell them because it's just going to hurt their feelings and they're not going to want to share it with you. And if they feel that proud of it and everyone is fucking gaslighting them, yeah. telling them like their shit is good, they're going to think like you're just being a hater. Yeah. And like, what do you gain out of telling him that? Unless you literally, like, unless you're, it makes you unattracted mm-hmm. to him, then you probably should break up. The advice I will give you is because like, this is what I would do. Don't hype him up. Yeah. Start acting like, yeah, babe, that was good. Or like, whoops, I like forgot to listen to it or just give it a thumbs up. Or maybe just act super distracted when he's trying to show you things. Like you're not super engaged. Like maybe that'll be a subtle hint enough. Yes. It could still hurt his feelings, but you're not like blatantly saying it. Right. But that's okay if it hurts his feelings because then maybe he'll start sending you less shit and you won't be as fucking icked out. Okay. Yeah. Next question. Here we go. Hi, Sophia. My best girlfriend is kind of a pathological liar. She lies about dumb shit like says Chris Brown DM'd her. But he unsent it. So she can't show me. I want to end the friendship, but I'm scared she's going to start lying about me and telling my secrets. How do I break up with her when I'm scared of what she's going to do to me? Girl, you just can't give a fuck. People like that. I've had a lot of friends like this that are pathological liars. Everyone knows their reputation. Mm -hmm. So I feel like 
Unless they're telling it to somebody that doesn't know you and they believe it, why would you give a fuck? Right. If people know you and know that person, yeah. they probably know to take whatever they say with a grain of salt. Right. And, th- and this bitch is a pathological liar, meaning she's probably already like spreading lies about you, yeah. friend or not. Yeah. While you're her friend. So break up with her quick. Done by Those are the worst friends. The worst. I had a friend who would like lie about the dumbest shit on her Instagram story. Like, oh my God, like I'm vegan. But like she wasn't fucking vegan. Like they're they're lying about everything. Those are the ones that try and one you up or Mm -hmm. one up you Mm -hmm. and try and like make you look bad in front of everybody else so they can look better. Yeah, Yeah. they're the worst type of friends. I mean, isn't the friend that's like um, always trying to get your Instagram taken down, isn't she in prison? Yes. She's in prison paying someone to get your Instagram taken down. In an orange jumpsuit. And I'm living in her head rent free in a cell. And that that should feel amazing. It really does because she still can't ruin my life. Like she thinks that deleting my Instagram bothers me. I don't give a fuck. You're like, sweetheart, you are in prison. Like buy ramen noodles. Like I don't know why you're trying to get my shit taken down. Well, okay, whatever. We do not fuck with friends who are pathological liars. And I think it's hilarious this girl tried to say Chris Brown DM'd her, but she can't show it. Okay, girlfriend, that's super embarrassing. But Eliza, I love you so fucking much. You are such a genius. I've spent like this day with you and I've never laughed so much in my entire life. Where can they find you? Instagram right now, she a Greek freak, spell exactly how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and your YouTube? Is- yeah, it's A-J-A-Y-Y-Y-E-J-A-E. Really okay. Funny. And uh, you're about to come back with like some different type of content. Some different content, some mm-hmm. announcements. You guys will see. I don't yes. want to speak too much on it. Yes, I love it. And you guys know where to find me always. Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y. If it's on TikTok, it's Sophia Franklin and the number zero. Mm -hmm. I said it right that time. Love you guys. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.